Hello and welcome to part two of the World Championship Special here in Budapest. I'm Gavin. And I'm Sean. And today it's uh, Men's Epi Day, hooray! And uh, Women's Foil Day for Sean. Which was great as well. Yes. It was brilliant, in fact. Yeah. Yes. Uh, I've spent most of the day with my camera in hand on the floor watching Men's Epi all day. It's been heavenly. It is. I mean, that is that is bliss for you, isn't it? It is absolutely bliss, bliss for me. To be fair, I haven't watched as much Women's Foil as I probably should have done, but uh, I did see some of it. Well, better, I mean, it's better than none at all, because I've yeah. watched none of the men's epi. So, should we just get cracking in that, uh, cracking through this in that case with some early departures? With the Well, before we kick off, oh. we need to do our usual thanks to people, which I think we forgot about yesterday. Oh, so, right. Sorry. Thank you to our lovely sponsors, Liam Paul, mm-hmm. who, who got us here. Yes. And nice to see a big uh, Liam Paul hungry stand. Yes. There's lots of stuff. There is actually lots of stalls here hidden away in a corner. But uh, the Liam Paul stand is suitably impressive. Excellent. And our Patreon supporters, as always, you keep the lights on. You keep the lights on. That boat is looking better and better. So should we just crack on with the men's epi then? Yeah, let's do it. Okay, so uh, let's start off. Obviously, this is the World Championship, so anything can happen. Let's start with our early departures. Out in the 64, we have Pereira, Hoyle, McDonald. Out in the 32, we have Minobi, who, uh, Lamar de Gascon, uh, Parks, Vishkar, Heinzer, uh, basically anyone who's anyone. <laughs> <laughs> it's traditional men's epic carnage. It is. It was brilliant. Uh, and out in the sixth team, you have Alexan and Gustin, and probably the junior guy on the on the Japanese team now, Yamada. Yeah, just a just a pop. Yes, indeed. Um, so that gives us our our, our last eight lineups. Uh, the first one was uh, Yannick Burrell versus uh, Santorelli. Uh, I was actually peace side for this one. It was cracking. Burrell looked in good form. I'd actually saw him up go up against his teammate in the round before, and I thought he was going to steamroller Santarelli, mm-hmm. but it was actually the opposite of what happened. Yeah. It was Santarelli that literally steamrolled him. And uh, Yannick just didn't seem to be able to manage Santarelli's incredible massive sweeps through the blade and flicks the toe, flicks the arm, fleshes, flicks the chest, flicks, flicks everywhere. Yeah. It was actually properly impressive. Yeah. Great I mean, I said I d- didn't watch Minnie's Epi, but I actually did watch that one today. And after that fight, I said Santarelli's going to win now. Yeah, that's what I said. He's, he's trucking. He's 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 going he's to get through this, isn't he? Yeah. Over on over on the other piece, we had uh, Ciclosi versus uh, Basford Wyland. He's still still out there doing still this doing. thing. Still going. Still uh, going. A bit one sided. This one, uh, Ciclosi took that one fifteen eight. Uh, over on the the, the green piece, that was uh, Igor Reislin versus Kurbanov. Uh, I'm not very familiar with Reislin. Honest? No, I mean it was a. I think I vaguely heard the name, but I, I couldn't tell you anything yeah. about him. No, I'd have to. Other than he's had a very good day here. Indeed. Indeed. But Kurbanov uh, is a is quality fencer. He's been around for a while as well. Yeah. But unfortunately, it was uh, Ryzen that took this one. So uh, he won that 15-12. And then our final uh, our final match in the red piece was uh, Koki Kano versus uh, Sergei Bida of Russia. I saw a bit of this one as well. It was quite nice. And Bida took that one 15-12. Uh, Kano just couldn't cope with the power of, of Bida. Yeah. That was basically what happened there. Um, so let's move on to our first semi-final, uh, Santarelli versus Ciclosi. Uh How do we want to put this one? After watching Santarelli's sort of dismantling of Burrell, we all thought he was going to just walk through Ciclosi. Yeah, but and Ciclosi is another kid. He is he was junior this season. Still a junior. Yeah. But Ciclosi absolutely took him to pieces. I mean, it finished 15-9, but that's slightly flattering to, to Santarelli. It was 12-4. Am yeah, it was right? up something like 14, 14, 6. Yeah, it was, it was absolutely mental. And it didn't, it, whatever, whatever 
the coach and Sarkozy discussed completely worked. And to me, it was every, Santa. What, what was what was happening to Burrell was Santa was sweeping through the blade and doing lots of massive flicks hmm. and then with, with good sort of progressive hitting with flashes to chest or maybe down at the toe or something like that. Uh, but Sarkozy wasn't buying it in the way that Burrell was. Every time there was this massive sweep. Um, he was like, thank you very much to sleeve off it and step in. Right. And, uh, Santelli was just basically plonking himself on the end of it. Ouch. Yeah. So there was, there was no coming back from that one. And, uh, marches on to the final. Uh, and then in the other semi final, again, it was a bit one sided. Uh, we had Ryzen versus Bida and, uh, Ryzen did his best. Uh, to, <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> Consolation words. Tried his best. He tried his best. I mean, it was very one-sided. It wasn't. It wasn't like a boring fight, like in the sense the media was like twelve-one up or anything like that. But it was fairly comprehensive. Finished fifteen-ten. I thought it was quite interesting. Uh, kind of quite a lot of the fights I'd seen today. There was far less sort of flowing through progressive hitting. Mm-hmm. There was a lot of there was a lot of uh, advanced target hitting. So right. There was a lot of sort of wrist hitting, and so there was a lot of probing around about the wrist, and that was what was catching a lot of people out. And I hadn't seen that kind of stuff for. It felt felt more classical, if you know what I mean. Yeah, a little old fashioned. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I know some coaches all sort of say, "Wrist hits, forget them. They're exactly. a thing of the past." Exactly. Just go for the chest. Yeah, yeah. But there was a lot of this in this fight, and there was a lot of that in a lot of other fights. Uh, and Bida went through fifteen ten, and that gave us a lineup of uh, Seclusi versus Bida. Would you say that either one of us uh, predicted this at all? The main Zeppi has not been a productive. Nope. Productive one for our predictions game at all. No. Um, as usual, it's names out of a hat. Yep. So this was a good final, I think. I really enjoyed it. There was a lot of there was a lot of going backwards and forwards between the two of them. Again, sort of Bida's power, sort of meeting with uh, Sarkozy's kind of calculated Hungarianness, for lack of a better, <laughs> better way of putting it. And it was quite close up until maybe the last sort of third of the match. Yeah. And then Bida thought it sort of started to take the lead a little bit. It was what, four points? As much as certainly three. Three, three, certainly three, three, four points. I can't remember yeah. exactly. We're doing this very last minute. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. So it was three, four, three, four points anyway. And I thought at that point Bida was going to take it, but no. Sarkozy really dug down, uh, and it got right down to fourteen all, and then Sarkozy just takes it right at the end. Yeah. And much. Certainly, I do you remember the score being thirteen ten to Bida? And I thought that's that's yeah, almost, no that's almost done. It. Yeah, but no. Sarkozy dug into that and uh, just chipped away and got got back into the fight in fourteen uh, all and takes the last hit. Yep. Uh, and the crowd goes mad or goes wild. Yeah. It's quite interesting. This, I was talking to you about this before we started recording. There hasn't been very many wild celebrations. There was one for Natalie Mulhausen. Mm-hmm. But after, outside of that, not very much. Reasonably and there wasn't calm. for this. Yeah. Well, I mean, Seclusi did stand, arms arms spread, soaking up, the, yes. soaking up the adulation of the crowd, which but, but you it, can totally understand. And they were making a lot of noise. That's true. But the rest, I expected the rest of the team, everybody who was Hungarian, to sort of invade the pitch. But that, that isn't what happened at all. They were all quite calm. Yep. Got, their, anyway, got their instructions and were well behaved. So it was, it was a nice anyway. I thought it was really good to see a Hungarian uh, world champion again. Uh, it was certainly good for the atmosphere. Yeah, Absolutely. You want the home the home fencers to do well at their at their world championships, and uh, Sakuzi taking a win after Satmari falling just fought mm-hmm. short yesterday in the in the main saber uh, was was great for the great for the local support. wasn't quite as full today. Uh, no, I thought maybe only half full. No, which, which, which is little, quite interesting. Yeah, a little disappointing. Yeah, so. Well, I mean, they've missed out, basically. Uh-huh. People didn't turn well, The ones that, that were there did make a lot of noise. A lot of noise. Again, more, more cries of Ria, Ria, Hungaria. I'm getting quite, getting quite into that, actually. <laughs> quite catchy. There's a, there's a Russian chant as well that sounds remarkably like Bra, Bra, Brazier. 
and I'm not too sure that's what it <laughs> I is. I can't believe that's right. I, I don't know. I honestly don't know what they're chanting, but it's uh, that's what it sounds like. Maybe we should find out. We should find out. Just yeah, to, just just to clear this. Just up. just before I pass on to you to do the the women's foil, I should mention what happened to Max Heinzer in the thirty-two. Mm. <laughs> uh, Please do. So uh, totally he went up against. Uh, Great. Yeah, he went up against Ronan Gustin and that fight went on forever. And it wasn't because there was any sort of massive technical hitches. It was because uh, Max gave uh, Gustin a, a good old thump to the face with... Uh, yeah, an accidental one, I assume. Yeah, I don't think... It, I, I don't... I mean, you don't say really. yeah. Well, Let's say it was. There was a lot, lot finger-wagging going on, let's mm-hmm. put it that way. But anyway, it ended, it ended, ended quite well-natured, but uh, Gustin did actually need some medical attention and an ice back on the face. Right, nice. Uh, for 10 minutes before uh, we could resume again. So it's so a bit of a, like, ouchie. I did actually genuinely look like a bit of an ouchie one. Yeah. Because he, he hit the floor, took his mask off and just lay there on the ground groaning, holding his nose. And the coach went, immediately pointed and got the first aider over. Yeah. So not a good one. So what was the, what was the result of this, uh, this delay? The match took 25 minutes. Mm-hmm. And the... Uh, and they started putting on all the other matches that were due to come on after it on all the piece around about it. Right. Just to get things going. Okay. Oh, and uh, f- oh yes, and, and at the end of it all, Max obviously does his wrap-up on his personal channel. So the next match comes this, on. This is what I was digging yeah, for. Yeah, yeah, sorry, sorry. Uh, and Max was busy having his, his chat to the television and they were trying to start the next match and the referee had to come over and move him on. <laughs> chase him off. Go, Max. You're done. You're done, yeah. <laughs> Time for a shower, Max. Uh, so that was quite amusing. So yeah, I think that was. Uh, I thoroughly enjoyed my, t- my day of men's epi. Good, good, and I, well, a thoroughly surprising winner. I think it's fair to say, none of us, none of us picked that. Nobody would have picked that. I don't think. No, nobody would have picked it. No, <laughs> I agree. It's a, a proper surprising one. But yeah, uh, yeah, good, good for a uh, home crowd. Home crowd, and uh, there was a lot of quality fencing to get there. So quite happy with it. Yeah, good, good. Well, shall I do some more talking about women's foil? Because mm-hmm. I, I had a deal on the fencing telly. Right. <laughs> Tell us more about this fencing telly, Sean. Uh, I was doing the commentary for the live stream for the last sixteen onwards, mm-hmm. which was uh, which was quite good fun. Yep. Um, it was quite interesting being in the commentary box. You can see all the button pressing and sort of controlling when people talk and when they don't, and how things feed into other streams and television and stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, I mean, I don't have to worry about any of that. But Cream uh, was in charge of, of that and yep. uh, made it look uh, thoroughly professional, mm-hmm. which is uh, it's reassuring. Yes, you're in, you're in safe hands with Kareem. Yep, very much so, yeah. very much so. Um, so, I mean, what it does mean, though, I've taken absolutely no notes because I've just been talking about it instead. Yeah, well, I was, I was on the camera. I, I mean, what it. I could do is just say, just go and listen to the uh, listen to the commentary and you can hear everything, <laughs> I think. But no, that's that's not how podcasts work, is it? No, no, no. Yeah, come on, let's give us give us some analysis, Sean. <clears throat> okay, well, let's, let's start with who, who got knocked out early. Not really a, a huge amount in the way of big surprise in the 64. Um, Innocent Bakri, probably the only one that would uh, really strike a chord. Uh, but the last 32 got really interesting when uh, defending champion Elisa Volpe went out to uh, Diaz of, of Spain, which is a, a massive shock, you have to it's say. Very disappointing for my, posi- my, my position as well. Uh, in terms of our, our predictions yep. game, yep, it was properly disastrous <laughs> for you. Again. <laughs> Again. I'm always trying to ask if you have any points. I've not been keeping count. No, I don't think I have any. Oh dear, that's very bad. So yeah, so Volpe departed there along with Russian Zivanova and uh, Hisuk uh, Gion and Korobanikova and Nicole Ross as well. Oh, that was one of your picks, wasn't it? Yes. Yeah, she went early. She went early. So lots of good stuff happening in the in the women's foil down to the last 16. Last year's silver medalist is Zora Tibu. 
being edged out there. Young German Leone Ebert also going out there. Japan Sarah Azuma. And a real noteworthy feature in the in the last 16 is young Jessica Guo, uh, 14 years old, making the, the last 16 uh, our first senior world championship. It's not bad for an under 16, eh? Yeah. And she gave... Uh, you know, Derek was over a, prop- a proper fright at that stage. She, she, she was going to do She it. was a few hits up yeah. uh, at the end of the second period. And yeah. This was looking like a just a massive shock. Yeah, I was actually shooting the piece next to that and looked over and did do a double take and thought, oh, should I abandon this and go and do it? And just, yeah, because I'm going to catch her something amazing. Yeah. yeah. In, in the end, you, you probably were, were right to stay where you were. Mm. But uh, yeah, a phenomenal performance yeah. from... Uh, I mean, we describe various young fencers as kids, but 14 really is a kid. Yeah, it really is. You can't drive, you can't vote. You, you know, it's <laughs> your, your range of things that you can do with your life, apart from fence, I suppose, are, are quite limited. Yep. So, yeah, amazing stuff. So, uh, on to our quarterfinals. First up, we had young Yuka Ueno, another young fencer, yep. only 17 or 18. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've talked about in glowing terms previously up against Pauline Ronvier of France. Mm-hmm. Probably a slight surprise to, to be there, but made the most of it and won, won 15-11 against mm-hmm. Ueno. Second match was probably the, the big one of the quarterfinals with Lee Kiefer against Ariana Arrigo, and yeah. that was a, a tremendous high-speed battle. I, I could actually hear it, but I couldn't see it from where I was. Yeah, well, there was constant moving. There was always something happening. Mm-hmm. Uh, the whole fight was done in no time at all, comfortably inside the the end of the first period with uh, with Irigo winning with a, a 15-13 win and highly entertaining. If you're going to pick something out of the medal rounds in the women's foil... I might go back and watch Probably that one. that one. Okay. Really high-quality stuff. Another another surprise quarter-finalist was uh, Xingjin Hu of China up against Elisa Di Francesca. Uh, again... Who had put out um, Tibu in the last 16, but uh, Di Francesca was too too smart, too experienced for and wasn't having any nonsense and won 15-8. And the last of the, the quarterfinals was the All-Russian Affair between Zagadolina and Derek Lasova, but Derek Lasova you know, stamped her superiority in the team by giving Zagadolina a right good kicking at 15-3. Yeah, I did, this is another one, because I, I, I was over on the blue piece, I did look over when that one was about to finish that time. Am I missing anything on the red piece and saw the score? No. Apart from a, a public massacre, no. Nothing no. nothing notable. Mm-hmm. So our semi-finals, Ronvier against Erigo. Erigo's won bronze at last two world championships and facing up against Pauline Ronvier, she must have thought, excellent, a nice, a nice easy draw. Uh, yeah. But Ronvier got her, her tactics absolutely right, kept the fight in the middle of the piece, wasn't going to take mm-hmm. too many steps backwards to give... Erigo room to get her attack going, managed the fight really well. And as I say, a wise tactical choice, which she yeah. which she executed really well. Got a good big lead. I think she was about 13-8 up. Mm-hmm. And then Erigo got on a bit of a run, levels at 13-0, yeah. and you know, he sort of worried that Rovi had blown her chance. But yeah. she scored two really good hits to, to finish the fight off. I thought, I saw a lot of... Uh, wrong the offence today because just because of the nature of how it's working here mm. and I was quite actually impressed with how she was fencing she was fencing out of her socks all day I think yeah I mean her her record's not brilliant she's had one World Cup silver mm-hmm. in her entire career yep. she's had an 8 in the last 16 this season in World Cups and Grand Prix mm-hmm. uh, and that and those were both right at the start of the season Yeah. Uh, so this was a, already a super big day for her mm-hmm. um, and beating Erigo in the in the semi-finals with, as I say, a really great yeah. couple of hits to finish it off was a, an amazing performance. So takes the win 15-13 to advance to the final. Uh, second semi-final, uh, a clash of the titans with uh, Elisa Di Francesca up against 
the Ice Maiden. The Ice Maiden. Uh, Ina Derogosova, and what a tremendous battle this yep. was. And it really could have gone either way. Fights went back and forward. Mm. Nobody really exerted proper control over no, it. No, it was close. Any stage at all. And again, they get they get level at thirteen apiece. I mean, there's been a few there's a few interesting video reviews. Hits overturned, but just constant back and forth mm. against two amazing fencers. Yeah, I noticed that. You, did you see Chipressa getting a lecture? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. For, before just being Chipressa. For ambling out of his box and looking outraged yeah. and shouting at the yeah. uh, assistant referee and yeah, he was he was pretty animated, but eventually again, cool the cool head prevails and. Mm-hmm. Uh, Derek Lozova takes a win, overturning the, the, the beating that she got in the final of the Europeans. Mm-hmm. So that was probably a, a good one for her. Presumably not particularly fragile confidence, but to mm-hmm. to get the, the win back against yeah, Di Francesca. I, I actually thought Di Francesca turn. was going to sneak it. but Yeah, I mean, she's an amazing athlete. You know, yeah. Three years off, comes back this season, when, you know, beats Derek Lozova really comfortably at the Europeans. Mm-hmm. Here she is in, in amongst the medals again at the yep. World Championships. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, she, she is pretty phenomenal. So, uh, a Ronvier Derek Lasova final. Do you think it was going to be one sided? Well, Ronvier fenced so well in the semi final, they've got tactics so spot on. Mm-hmm. I, I probably didn't think that it would be, but there's always a slight worry yeah. when someone who's so much lower ranked and so much less experienced is mm-hmm. up against somebody like Derek Lasova that the fight can get away from yeah, them. Yeah, yeah. Um, but she stuck with it. I mean, she stayed, stayed close, mm-hmm. level, couple of hits behind. And it was only really in the sort of later part of the fight that that Derek Zova really got got the hang of it. It was about nine all. Am I remembering that? Right? Yeah, that's that is about right. About and right. Uh, then Derek Zova went on a run of I think about three or four hits. Yeah. I mean, Ron Vater credit didn't didn't chuck it in at that point. She got back to within a couple, mm-hmm. but it did it did feel like Derek Zova's fight by then. She was in command mm-hmm. of things, and that Ron Vater was really going to have to produce something. Very, very special to, to call yeah. it back from that that kind of deficit, which in the end she couldn't do, but gave it a right good shot, finishing fifteen eleven for for Derek Lozova. So that's three of the last four world championships that she's won. Um, with Volpe's bad result today, she'll jump back up to the top of the world rankings by quite a long way, cause yeah. it's replacing a, a last eight result that so she had I'll, last season. I wonder which result she's having to chuck away now. I dread to think. Oh, I've got some silver actually, medal easy to be thrown away. I, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm, Oh god! It might actually be. It might actually almost be a win. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's yeah. I mean, it's a, a terrifyingly consistent season. Yeah, and uh, yeah, back on top, mm-hmm. back on top. So that was women's foil. I had a great time doing the commentary. Mm-hmm. Sorry, my notes were non-existent, and this is all just yep. what I can recall talking about. Yeah, the two semi-finals in particular were absolutely incredible. And uh, I agree. Indeed. I mean, we always recommend going and watching the final session. But if you've you've any interest in women's foil at all, this is a this is a must-watch. Mm-hmm. And for Epi, just going to point this out here. Oh yes, there was Epi going on as well today, wasn't there? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that was day two slash day five, you know, second finals day, but yeah, fifth day of the championships overall, mm-hmm. and uh, a really good one. Yeah, it was a good one. I'm really looking forward to tomorrow with the, all the action from men's foil. Yep. and women's saber. And women's saber. Women's yeah, saber. exactly, exactly. More stuff to look forward to, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, you can't wait then. for it. Another yeah. another very very long day in the venue. And hopefully another very, very long day in the venue again tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> so until we're back at the crack of dawn until the middle of the night, we'll see you then. Yeah, see you then. Bye. Bye. Bye.